If selfie sticks, Instagram, and filter apps have taught us anything, it's that human beings are exceptionally into faces. From the moment we're born, our brains are hardwired to respond to them. Beyond humans, facial preference is actually an ancient mechanism important to all kinds of species, both social and solitary. However, not all species respond to faces in the same way. Recent evidence explains why loner tortoises are still attracted to faces, yet dogs' brains react the same to a face as they do to the back of someone's head. As the latest research on facial recognition turns scientific belief on its head, learning how we really see each other may be the key to understanding our relationships, human or otherwise. Welcome to the Abstract Podcast from Inverse. I'm Tanya Bustos, your host. In our first story, researchers find that unlike humans, dogs don't have brain regions that respond specifically to faces. However, the discovery may actually prove your pet loves you no matter what you look like. Our second story looks at how tortoises, while established as antisocial, are naturally attracted to faces. Finding that animals' preferences for faces evolved earlier than expected, the research suggests facial recognition is important to a variety of the planet's species. This is The Abstract, a look at the latest scientific discoveries and technology innovations from the reporters at Inverse. In each episode, we explore a single theme through two different stories. Up now, how dogs' brains just aren't hardwired to care about human faces. The bond between a human and a dog is hard to break. We all like to think that they love seeing our faces, right? Dogs respond to much more. Your dog may not love the sight of your face. Brain scans now confirm that canines, while they may be excited to see you, probably has nothing to do with the sight of your face. Dog brains are not hardwired to focus on faces. They don't care. They don't care. Dog brains are focused on trying to figure out whether what they're looking at is another dog or another human. Does it really matter if they like to see your face or not? They like to see you. Jeez, all that effort to have a loving relationship and they'll even recognize the back of your head. Human beings can never seem to get enough of their dogs' faces. But a new study suggests that may be a one-way street. While humans have a demonstrated love for all kinds of faces, researchers had never tested whether dogs' brains were wired to prefer faces in the same way as humans. In fact, faces are so important to us that a whole section of our brains actually evolved to process both human and non-human faces. Dogs, on the other hand, don't have a specialized area in their brain that responds to faces. That's according to a study published September 2020 in the journal J Neurosci. Upon scanning both human and dog volunteers' brains using MFRI, researchers found that dogs would ultimately react to your face the same way they would react to the back of someone's head. But the good news is this result may actually mean dogs love you no matter what you might look like to anyone or anything else. Let's get more from Inverse's Sarah Wells. Hey, Sarah, how's it going? Hi, it's going good. So first, let's talk about how humans relate to faces. On an evolutionary level, let's say, what do humans make of each other's faces generally? Yeah, so humans and even primates, we're like super in love with faces. We not only just aesthetically do we use faces to feel out different people in different environments, but we also use them to read emotions and social cues. And in previous research, Scientists have even found that humans and primates have a special part of the brain entirely dedicated to kind of processing this face information. On the flip side, as for dogs, they're not into our faces 
at all. Is that fair to say? Yeah, I wouldn't say, like, they don't hate our faces. Previous research has shown that dogs can, like, read emotions in our faces and that they might make eye contact. But what this study was kind of revealing, which maybe we didn't expect, is that they just don't particularly care to look at our faces. They don't really have a preference for it. And they also, the way that humans maybe have a part of their brain dedicated to this, dogs maybe don't. Interesting. So getting back to the study, how did it figure this out through these brain scans? How did these scans reveal the sad truth that we're not that appealing to our dogs? Our faces aren't, at least. Yeah. So they took, I think it was 30 humans and 20 dogs, and they put them in fMRI machines, and they showed them just different videos of either human faces, dog faces, or the back of a human head or the back of a dog head. And they kind of looked at the brain scans to see, you know, how the neurons were firing. And they found that in the dog brains, they didn't really have a preference for looking at human or dog faces, but they did have a preference for looking at just dog heads in general. So basically, they would prefer to look at the back of another dog's head than look at your face, which is a little disheartening. That's funny. So is this unique? I mean, was the finding unique in terms of how animals generally perceive faces? And does this change or add to what science already knows about the whole concept? Yeah, I think with other animals, there's been previous research that has shown like tortoises, for example, have more of a face processing part of their brain. And certain mammals like primates do as well. But then what this research was showing is that maybe this kind of preference for for faces in the brain is not standard across all mammals, which you you know we might have thought it might be. So the researchers are saying one is kind of disrupting potentially that assumption about mammal brains. And then also with this new information about how the canine brain works, researchers can kind of go back through this lens and look at older canine research that might have been done about, you know, different elements of our face and kind of see maybe how those conclusions might now appear different to us. So, I mean, it's ultimately just a strike to our ego, right? That dogs don't care what we look like. But that's not to say that our dogs aren't into us. I mean, there have been plenty of studies that have proven that's the case. I guess they just use other sensory methods that have nothing to do with perceiving our faces. Yeah. And if you think about it, you know, humans, our eyes are a big part of how we how we make our way through the world and looking at faces is part of that. But for a dog, that's maybe not necessarily even their primary sense. You know, dogs have better hearing than us in many ways and also better senses of smell. So yeah, like you were saying, research has shown that our dogs recognize us and that they do, you know, love us as much as we can scientifically determine that. So it might be that instead of kind of having an obsession with our faces, the way that we do with their faces, they might more so be into like our voice um, or even the way we smell. We're, we're not as cute. I mean, it's, it's, it's fine. Listeners can head to inverse.com for the full story. Thanks a lot, Sarah. Anytime. For both social and solitary species, faces are important across the animal kingdom. Up next, a unique trait shared by tortoises and humans changes a scientific belief. Consider the tortoise. 
tortoise. Maybe that tortoise should try to see if anyone recognizes it. What if he recognizes you? Huh? A tortoise? If anyone recognizes tortoise, you better recognize. It is I, the tortoise. Oh, well, I recognize it. I'm the tortoise. Facial preference serves as an ancient mechanism, and it may be the key to the evolution of both highly social animals, like humans, and antisocial creatures, like loner tortoises. Days after birth, babies are drawn to their own mothers, preferring them to other faces. We also know that human infants inherently understand what a face looks like. Babies aren't the only creatures with an affinity for human faces. Studies in various animals, including monkeys, dogs, and chickens, show an attraction to a person's face, or at least the shape of two eyes and a smile. However, not all species have such a bond. The tortoise, for example. Well-established as antisocial creatures, scientists recently examined tortoises to see if such solitary species can still be attracted to faces. Findings published September 2020 in Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences say, yes, they can. Here to talk about how tortoises managed to change scientific belief with just one look is Inverse's Nina Pulano. Hey, Nina. Hey, Tanya. So what do we know about tortoises generally in terms of how they're raised, how they turn out as a result? What's their general story? Yeah, so the in this study, the land tortoises that are being tested are in a genus that tends to ride solo. So they don't have parental care immediately after hatching, and they don't kind of, they're not very social. They're not at all kind of gregarious um, from birth. In terms of just conducting this study and just how this went, I'd love for you to walk us through it because I can't imagine, this is one of those studies where it's like, okay, how does this go? How does one design an experiment that tests out whether or not a turtle recognizes itself? Totally. Uh, for the study design, which included uh, over 100, 136 different tortoises, researchers basically placed each tortoise in a box in kind of this chamber with four walls. And the setup was that there was an object on each wall and uh, some of those objects kind of resembled a human face. Think of two eyes and a mouth or, or a nose, um, but three dots arranged in an upside down triangle. And then other objects did not resemble a face. So either they were upside down or just oriented differently. And the researchers also hid their own faces to make sure they weren't confusing the tortoises when they basically tested to see if the tortoise would go, go after and orient itself toward the shape that looked like a face. That was a big question. Gotcha. And so what was the result? It's it, it's almost like a the groundhog question, you know, the tortoise see face. Now, we know that it did, but how did this go and what does it all mean? Yeah, so what they found was that even though these tortoises are really pretty antisocial, they were interested in the shapes that look like faces. So previous understandings have suggested that maybe one of the reasons that we humans and other animals are interested in faces has to do with getting to know our parents and, and the relationship of parental care. Babies are very drawn to their mother's faces um, from, from shortly after birth. But what they found here is that that affinity for faces might be so deep in our evolution that it evolved even, even before parental care evolved. So considering facial preference is essentially an ancient mechanism, does that then tell us anything significant about about overall evolution and and the social behaviors that play a part in it? Yeah, it's one of those moments where the story of our own evolution and of evolution of animals just keeps changing as we learn more. Um, and this is just a new twist. We basically closer to understanding kind of the evolutionary roots of why we and a lot of other animals are attracted to faces. It's, it was a fun way to get there and learn that. <laughs> 
Um, listeners can get the full story at inverse.com. Thanks so much, Nina. Thanks. Head to inverse.com to read more about the latest studies on animal facial recognition. You can click on the link in the show notes for all stories we talked about today. If you agree that science and facts matter more than ever, give us a rating and review on iTunes to help more people find The Abstract and other podcasts like it. New episodes of The Abstract are released three times a week. Find old episodes and more original reporting on science, innovation, culture, and entertainment at inverse.com. Got something to say? Email us at theabstract at inverse.com with any questions, suggestions, story ideas, and anything else that's on your mind. Look for The Abstract Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or whichever podcast app you use. For Inverse, I'm Tanya Bustos. Thanks for listening. <laughs>